Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bait Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. To hell and back is in the job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. Welcome to the Reel Down on Paddle and Fin with your hosts, Dan Perry and Jimmy Skinner, where we talk about everything in tournament kayak fishing. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reel Down on Paddle and Fin. How you doing, Jimmy? Pretty good, man. What's up? Not much. Digging that hat, man. I love me some mega bass stuff. You know, I, I always thought I hated this hat, and then I tried it on and was like, no, I think I need this hat. And then I, this is the only one mega bass hat I've ever seen, but uh, Mark's Outdoors down there by you has got quite a few different styles that I'd never seen that look just as killer as this one did. So I got to start adding to my hat collection. Mark's pretty sweet, man. We're and we're like I'm closer to Mark's, but we also have Simmons. Really fortunate. Simmons yeah. is the store I grew up with. Yeah, Simmons is. Looking good too. They 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 actually do a tremendous online business. If you buy off eBay or 
something like that, there's a good chance you're buying it from Simmons because they sell a lot online. They're in Bessemer. It's like you better get in and get out of Bessemer because it's a complete and total terrible no. place to be. Yeah, don't go to uh, – like. You I'll, go I'll to, tell you, though, that's the safest place in Bessemer. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess go to Bright yeah. Star. It's right by there. Great restaurant and go to Simmons. Man, it, you're going to have a good day because that's. God, I forgot about Bright Star. Yeah. Old school. Their black and shrimp over there is phenomenal. Yeah, it was ranked like a. I think last year it won the James Beard Award for something, you know, like one of the best restaurants in the South, blah, 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 whatever. But yeah, it's old I'm, school. I'm trying to. Quick, quick little, just something you'd like since you know this store and all of our Alabama people that listen. Um, when they tore down the courthouse right over there by uh, that, the second floor of all of those were all fire fire blocked from the early 1900s. And they went in all those buildings before they tore them down and opened up some of the buildings that are still there. Well, they found a picture of, uh, I'm trying to remember, one of the big mafia-like gang lords stray gangster they found a picture of him in the attic eating at the bright star i don't know if the picture's still in the restaurant but i have seen my buddy's dad was one of the guys doing all that like searching around and stuff and i've seen that picture and i i cannot think of his name i want to say al pacino but you know that's not it but that's like the only name yeah popping in my head well brian i know he'll jump like uh yeah al capone al capone yeah there you go Thank you. Yeah, Bessemer back, if you don't know, Bessemer back in the day used to be like one of the, I mean, it was thriving steel industry, great town, but it is went the other way. It's, it's terrible now. That's, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, like one of the worst cities in the country. I mean, Bessemer's terrible. And I'm in the city right next to it. I'm glad it's. And that's why I moved north. Bessemer well, north north Alabama. Yeah. But all right. So tonight, the show we have planned is. Um, Jimmy runs the, what is it, Music City Outdoors? Is Music what, City Outdoors. Yeah, Music City Outdoors. The uh, You run that shop team. I just joined a team, Summerland Outdoors, and just kind of wanted to, we, there wasn't any big tournaments this week, so I thought it'd be interesting to talk about shop teams. I know to me that was always kind of like the holy grail of being on a team is to be on a shop team. I'm really fortunate because – Alabama Hammers, the KFL team I'm on, we're also sponsored by uh, the Axe Shack here in Pelham, Alabama. So I kind of get to double dip, which is really awesome. But um, yeah, being on a shop team is, I mean, that's what's up, man. It's definitely like, that's the, you know, I never thought brands. I always thought like when I first got into it, hook one was the thing to me. Like, like that was the team. That was the shop. Everybody knew about the website. And that was the first first team I got to be a part of and that was awesome you know and that that led to other things but I, I definitely agree that was like like you said it's like the pinnacle you're just like shop teams where it's at so for sure so uh yeah so we do have three guests tonight uh the first is Steve Owens from dugout bait and tackle he's not on here right now he's actually out fishing uh but we wanted to go ahead and get the show started he'll probably jump on here in just a minute but we also have Mr. Barry Davis, he is from Paddle South Outfitters, and we have Brian Schiller, the OG paddling fan guy. He he runs the Rocktown Adventures team in Rockford, Illinois. So uh, welcome to the show, guys. Hey, what's up? Thank you, gentlemen. There he is. Okay, 
He just said, say something. I thought I saw his mouth move and no volume and was like, I said so. Your crappy internet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no you're, you're good, man. Uh, so yeah, Barry, we've had, I mean, we've had both y'all on before, but, uh, we'll start with you, Barry. If people don't know who you are, tell them who you are and, and kind of give us a rundown of who Paddle South Outfitters are. All right. I'm Barry Davis from StarTech, South Carolina. I fish, uh, about every national event that they have out there with BASS or KBF. I fish a lot of, I actually fished my first Hobie event. So I get around a little bit. I, Hobie came to Hartwell, which is in South Carolina. So I couldn't resist it. I did try it. Hartwell wasn't good to me as usual, but anyway, uh, I've been fishing out of a kayak about 16 years. I do a lot of local stuff. I have a ball with it. I like to teach people, uh, run a trail here in South Carolina. That's more of a teaching trail than it is anything. We have a lot of fun with it. We do pay out, but you know, it's to teach guys how to get into this and really go on to the national side of it. And Battle South asked me last year when they sponsored one of our events, what I'm interested in coming on and uh, kind of coaching a team because they had a couple of young guys that he already had fishing there at the shop and wanted somebody to coach them. So I added a couple of more on that he let me and then I added another old guy on. So there's two of us now that's actually got some age. I'm not the oldest. I've actually got Raymond LaPointe that's older than I am. And, uh, that's cool. It's, it's worked out good. We're a small shop. We're a small team. Uh, I won't say we're a bag full of hammers, but we can hurt you at any time. You never know. <laughs> I like <laughs> that. Well, I mean, that's it. That's good though. Cause I mean, it's a different range of, you know, sizes of shops and, and that's important. And we appreciate you being on man. And, uh, Thanks, yeah, Brian, Brian Schiller. How about you, buddy? Uh, are yeah. You? Who are you really? <laughs> he is paddling. Man. I'm not going into that. Uh, but, uh, Rocktown Adventures is, um, you know, Northern Illinois premier kayak shop. Um, other than there, there is, I think that guy is still around a Hobie dealer. That's uh kind of in, in Northern Illinois. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty much the hub for kayaks in, uh, in that Northern area of Illinois. I think the closest shops to us are Madison, Wisconsin, and, down by Bloomington. Um, but, uh, the, the shop team was kind of something that I brought to our shop, uh, as an idea. Um, I had been working with them. They've obviously, uh, worked with Paddle and Finn for a while. Uh, we always help promote them. They help promote us. Um, but, uh, it was something that, uh, you know, I had brought to them. Um, like Barry said, we're a smaller team, uh, it's myself and four other guys and, uh, it's just all about, you know, promoting the brand and, um, you know, getting people in kayaks and, uh, helping them do it safely and, uh, efficiently. There you go. Okay. I think we have Steve here. How are you doing, Steve? Well, I actually have some technical difficulties. I'm a way, way, way far away from the ramp and, I got a bad connection on my motor, so I've been trying to fool with it. So uh, I think I got it straightened out, though. I apologize for not being back at the ramp loaded up. So No, the fishing comes first. Are you kidding? You <laughs> I, I was hoping that you were going to come on and hold up like a nine-pounder yeah. and then just click <laughs> off. I would not have hated that at all. <laughs> hey, guys, look at here. See y'all. Yeah. I, I'm actually doing pretty well. I've got a – I caught uh, six – 
seven, all 17 to 18s. I mean, that's that's a fun day. I hadn't caught anything big, but uh, no, I can't find you? anything deep right now. So you're out on check mark. So how's everybody doing? Hey, Barry. What's up, man? So yeah, Steve-O, if uh, people people know who you are, but uh, how do you get in, kind of give everybody, uh, let everybody know what the dugout bait and tackle is about? Oh, uh, you're talking about how I got with dugout, I guess? Yeah, yeah just and about, about, the about the team, just general about it. Oh, okay, yeah, I just, uh, you know, just kind of uh, got a little burnout, was going to kind of, you know, make some moves and just take a little time off and ended up getting to meet, you know, Jamie Koza through through another buddy and and just you know i love you know you got you two know me i love tackle and rods and reels and you know i was just like you know i love doing reviews and stuff so that was the thing was to start doing that you know and then you know obviously he's a hobie shop so i didn't even have a hobie i was just i still have a native and loved it never had a seconds problem out of him my natives and um just got you know started working with him and and just you know promoting the shop really and and then you know um Obviously, all we got a lot of mutual acquaintances and stuff, and we all kind of transitioned. And, and you know, I was like, you know, your shop's doing really well. You know, he's got a big vision for, for his kayak stuff. And and uh, he was like, you know, I was like, you, you need a staff. That's your promotion, you know, and that's, you know, you reward them through, you know, a system we've got that we feel like's really complimentary. And and uh, from there, you know, we just, he said, well, you know, how do you, what do you think about running it? You know, and obviously I, I love Tink and doing things and uh was fortunate to be on some a couple of staffs myself you know i think you know craig dye was our staff manager at hook one and uh you know a good buddy nick browns ran a lot of stuff and uh just talked to them and, and got a game plan and just started piecing it together and you know we all for us you know we we things sell themselves you just got to put it in front of people and it was just you know we felt like we wanted to get people with the integrity you know, uh, in, in what they do in the sport and, and, you know, and every person we have on our team is the kind of person that's in the direct messages, helping people when they got questions. And, you know, even they, you know, they get hit up a lot and, and it might be tomorrow, but they always get back to people and, uh, it just kind of just grew and kind of like our club here on Chickamauga. We just, we didn't plan it. It just happens, you know? Gotcha. And Jimmy, how, how about your shop, man? Hey, you, you get to be a guest and a host tonight. I like it. I'll ask myself questions and answer them and nobody can make fun of me this time. But no, uh, Music City Outdoors in Nashville. We're the premier shop in Tennessee. I'm confident I'm going to say that. And if you don't agree with me, send me a message. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a relatively small shop now, but we've got uh, most of the brands, uh, big name brands of kayaks, even some smaller you know name brands like uh, I think Voodoo and We've been dabbling with some of the other brands. Just, you know, the market's kind of crazy right now. We're just trying to keep kayaks in stock because one great thing about our shop is, you know, it's not like people don't come there just because of kayak fishing, you know, recreational paddlers, people that just want to float, you know, and we, we carry it all. We can get you in a boat, get you in a paddle, PFD, strap it, you know, strap you down, get you. We sell trailers now, you know, we can get you from coming in with nothing to on the water in an hour um with all that being said we we have a lot of big plans uh we're putting into motion now i've been having meetings with the guys and helping them out you know they want to know what brands to carry what what do we need to have to you know to really take over the area and basically since hook one closed uh 
it was music city's you know not really job but opportunity to really step up and fill that void and it's going to take some time because hook one was very well established but it's going to happen we're going to we'll we're going to it's going to be i don't want to say the same thing because you always want everything to be better but it's it's going to be it's going to be great and that that was a shame that hook one closed owned by investors and it's not that they weren't doing well they just i mean from what i've been told maybe that's not no you're 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 spot on man i know a lot of the details and they're like they were actually even in the the middle of covid you know that was like the 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 hot time when they announced their closing they were having a record year like not just kayaks man all their product and the you know the, like you said a board of investors that has nothing to do with the outdoor industry um the guy that was the head of it uh was you know sick and they just were like it's time to liquidate this this isn't what we do anyway so it's a shame but at the same time it it helped music city was already a store they just were small so this gave them a golden opportunity man and we're gonna run with it as far as we can and that creating a team was part of it uh, i was telling those i was like you know if you're you're trying to sell heavy on kayak fishing stuff you need guys to that know about it to promote it and sell it for you and that's what we're trying to do you know we've got uh, I don't include myself in it, but we've got 10 guys. Well, nine guys and gal. Love you, Terry. <laughs> Heck yeah, I was glad to see Terry get a shot at something. I like her. Oh, yeah. I love Terry because she'll give me just as much shit as I'll give her. And, That's exactly right. And she will hurt your feelings, and she'll outfish you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That's awesome. So, so tell us about the shop that you just joined, Dan. Oh, Summerland Outdoors. Yeah, they're small, Columbus, Georgia. Only four of us right now. They're they're actually moving over to a new. It's it's kind of like a, a dugout kind of deal. I mean, the dugout. I, I would think like Northwest Georgia's the deal, and more further south would be Summerland. It's more a tackle store that became a kayak store, and now they've grown so much that they're bursting at the seams and they bought a new building and moving into another one. So it was, it was a, it, yeah, it was a good time to jump on, but they're small and still coming up. Hobie Jackson, old town. And they've got, yeah, they really big. They start out as a rod distributor. So if there's any rods that you want, if you can't get it from, you know, another great shop in your area, dugout somewhere like that. Uh, Summerland is, I mean, they have all the rods. I was there yesterday, picked up my kayak yesterday, my new one. And it's, a, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like rods everywhere. I got a new Falcon expert, which is, I, that's the rods I prefer, but they, uh, yeah, I mean, mega bass, like your hat, they, you know, they got, they got the good stuff, the JDM, the. Isn't the Falcon expert, one of the rods you won, is that like how you got into that rod? Yeah, actually, I won two from, if you can believe it, I won two from uh, one objective, another great podcast, and they sell motor mounts and everything else. They, uh, you know, like, same as Yak Gadget does, but they, like, every Christmas, they have a big giveaway show, and the last two Christmases, I've won a rod. The first <laughs> year, was a Falcon Expert, and, la- and this year, it was a Falcon Buco because they're sponsored by Falcon, and they, uh, and I was able to upgrade it, upgrade it to a low rider. Yeah. 
Yeah, That's so I'm cool, two, rod, two rods from one objective. I'm quick with the trivia at Christmas. Y'all better watch now. <laughs> <laughs> you got like a bot built to answer trivia questions all over the internet. <laughs> it was a total guess. This last year it was who was our first guest? Uh, I guessed Mike McClellan. Just I, I didn't look it up because I knew they were sponsored by Falcon. That was like their oldest sponsor. I figured it was either John Cruz or Mike McClellan. I guessed Mike McClellan and won it. And the year awesome. that, it was the first, the person who, uh, it was Paul Elias, but the person that like won the first big tournament on an A rig. I just happen to know that too. For anybody that's listening that's new to it that hadn't listened to me and Dan talk, Dan is a straight up bass nerd when it comes to oh, yeah. like the elites, the MLF guys. He knows all of them. He knows, I mean, like Dan can pull some ridiculous stat. Like we were talking about how the guys went. The guy that won Lake Fork a few weeks ago, I think he had 42-6 or something on championship day. And I was like, man, I wonder what the biggest bag was. And Dan just spit it out, like the biggest bag, you know, in history. And he was like, actually, the three biggest bags in history were so and so, so and so and so. <laughs> like my man's on his on his data. Like <laughs> is it Fred? Is it Fred Rombanis and, and Taka? That's the two others. Was, I I'm not sure about two and three. Those I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. That's kind of funny. That sound, those sound right, though. But yeah, the only reason I know that is because I kind of got into the tackle stuff, you know, and yeah. and, and I found the, the old school swim bait, the babe, that, that Omori had the Century Club on. Yeah. And uh, that's the only reason I know that one. So, and Lee Livesay was the other guy that just did it, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. See? Steve knows what's up too, man. Steve does. Well, because yeah. no, I just now started doing it because, like, the about what is it, two years or so ago, when they first got on y'all show, you know, I, I've told you I, I love the flow and everything, and how you know your your guys is just like a fantasy football podcast, and that's what I love doing is fantasy football, <laughs> and and so you guys started talking all that stuff, and of course, you know, I'm buddy with risers, so you know, he gets into the nuts and bolts of everything, so we just started yeah. talking about all that stuff, and I started looking it up, and I was like, well. Now I got something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh man! So, you know I'm Saints, White Sox, and and fishing, just fishing all the time, man. Yeah. I'm getting there. Like I, I'm starting to pay more attention to it, just so I can have more conversations with Dan. Because none of my buddies around here, I'll be like, man, did you did you check coverage of championship uh, on the final day of what? <sighs> Never mind. I thought you were fishing. Like you, <laughs> nobody's paying attention around here. I, I like I am like I listen to a lot of podcasts. I work from home on the computer. I'm fortunate I don't work out in the field anymore. But I, I'll, I'll tell you another good podcast. I know we we talked about them before. We're we're a rising ship rises all tides. But Serious Angler, they give out some juice on that show. If you're into techniques like fishing techniques, oh, we got the frog soundtrack back there. I like it. The, uh, Sorry, yeah. No, no, it's, it's like a whole different ambiance. It's like I'm I'm indoors. <laughs> I'm digging it. But the uh, you see the, that stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm breaking that out now. <laughs> yeah, check out a uh, serious angler podcast. Like they they give away a lot of juice. Uh, the other, I heard some. I don't even want to give it away. It was so good. You gotta go back and listen to serious angler because I heard one the other just today that was so good. I was like, oh my god. Uh, that's obviously right, but yeah. Yeah, you okay. shouldn't be telling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we could get our podcast and listen to theirs. There you go. We could we could go down tons of rabbit holes in all yeah. sorts of directions right. with this. But if we'll, uh, the the biggest question 
with teams is there's there's actually two. It'll be from the people that want to be on the team is what do I got to do? And then as a director, as we all are, it's what are we looking for? So uh, we'll just start in the order that I see y'all. So Brian, what do you look for when you are selecting team members? Or I know some places just have open applications on their website and you just go through those. I didn't do that. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, man, because we just had uh, a scenario pop up. Um, you know, we don't necessarily have open applications, but uh, obviously if there's somebody interested and they come to us and, you know, we try to talk them through it and, you know, qualify them, so to speak. Um, you know, we all know social media is a, is a huge part of the game nowadays. Um, so, you know, not necessarily having a huge social media presence, but the way you present yourself on social media, you know, you can't go around acting like, uh, a Yahoo trying to keep this clean. And, uh, you know, um, because obviously you're an extension of the company, right? Um, you know, and, and the way you act and do things, um, is definitely going to portray back on, on, you know, I shop or brand, uh, so to speak. But, um, and that, that's true, whether you're talking about shop specific stuff or just period, like, yeah, 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 yeah. once you are affiliated, someone may see you just running your mouth when you think you're being goofy, but they're like, Hey, that guy's part of that team, you know, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then your, your name is tainted you know, it looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It, it could be anything, you know, uh, I mean, anything under the sun, you know, uh, politics, uh, something in kayak fishing, whatever, you know, like it, it, that's just bad, uh, all around. And, you know, we try to stay away from that type of stuff. Um, but, you know, still having a decent presence and presenting yourself well, um, you know, a team member is going to be an extension of your marketing, basically. Um, so we kind of look at it from that sense. Um, are you active in the kayak fishing community? Are you fishing tournaments? Are you, um, you know, like we have some guys sometimes that say, hey, I saw you're doing uh, this show, you know, in a couple of months. Can I come sit in your booth? And you know, talk about my, you know, new canoe or Jackson or, you know, old town, whatever it may be. And, you know, people that step up and go that extra mile, we always like to bring them on. Obviously, I'm not saying that's something you absolutely have to do, but, you know, it's little things like that. Um, You know, all of our guys pretty much are tournament anglers, except for two. Um, but you know, we try to re- represent all the brands that we sell in the shop and, uh, we all have our kind of unique little things that we do. Um, our one guy, Austin Mitchell, he doesn't necessarily tournament fish once in a while. He'll jump in a small club tournament, but he mostly fly fishes for muskie out of a, out of a kayak. So, which is awesome. Yeah. We picked him up, you know, um, like me, I used to tournament fish pretty heavy, but now my thing is doing podcasts, you know? So that's because my he sense. sucks at fishing. Oh my God. <laughs> I will school both of you chumps. You just tell me the day, the time, and the lake. Man, your arthritis will get in there and help me out. You won't even <laughs> fish all God. day. Dude, not even 40 yet. Come on. Oh, really? 
You look so old. Oh, wow. wow. This podcast just went south. I might forget to upload this one, boys, just saying. But, uh, um, you know, that's I mean, that's basically what we look for is just somebody that's, uh, you know, in love with the sport and wants to help grow it. And and not only that, but like our huge thing at our shop is um, is the education side of things, too, like being safe on the water you know, paddling techniques, things like that. That's always been a, a huge part of what we do at Rocktown. So we try to carry that over into the fishing um, as well. So kind of Brian, Brian, why don't you leave something for the rest of us? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he does talk a lot. Uh, uh, we're looking at people that have people skills. Whenever we can start back doing demo days, because demo days has kind of been because of COVID. But, uh, you know, you need people that's got some people skills to talk to people. I was talking to y'all a little bit before the show and was talking about items sell their self. People just kind of facilitate that to help it sell or to give the info to let somebody help make that decision. And that's what you're looking for on a team a lot of times, too, is, you know, you're always shining for the shop. You're always out there trying to sell the products that the shop has in the store. Um, the reason we're on a team is to help that shop sell stuff. And the more he sells or she sells, the more they can help us in the long run. So it's, that's, it's that's the big thing that I see confused with people that first get into stuff is they take pro staff. So wrong. Yeah. Nothing pro is not short for professional. No, it's promotion. promotional. <laughs> For real? You are almost free marketing in most cases. Yeah, I, I quit. But they, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like you're saying, basically you're an employee, so you should treat yourself as one. Right. Like you're expected to be, you know, cleaned up when you can be, like you said, people skills. I feel like people just need people skills for general life. you like, Common sense and people skills are two things that these new generations just ain't going to get. Right. Like it, ugh, I ain't going to get on that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, anyway, say it, what you said there, we have got three that are in their twenties that have got more people skills and common sense than anybody I've met in a long time. And it's real. That's there awesome. is some, a little glim, dimmer, glimmer. I guess that's the way I need to say it. A glimmer of hope with some of this stuff. But anyhow, back to what we were saying on it. Uh, you're out there putting yourself out, doing what you need to do to try to help that shop owner sell items. And in return, he's going to help you. So that's what I'm looking for. People that can go out and sell without trying to be a salesman. That's just, they're naturally going to sell. Uh, we've got people that are from all walks of life we don't have a set standard how you have to be on your social media other than you can't be doing a bunch of negative stuff and screwing around and, you know, making everything look bad. I have to fight that myself because with this last political battle we had, I wanted to make so many comments. I even had a couple of sponsors to get on to me about some of the stuff I said. So, Hey, you know, I, if I had a dollar for every comment that I've typed out and then erased, <laughs> yeah, today, yeah. three times. I, just I told today. one of them they should read some of the stuff I didn't put on there. Right. <laughs> but anyway. I've had a lot of posts on there for about two minutes. And then my wife, like, uh, what was that? 
Yeah. <laughs> you need to get that off there. And you delete it and hope nobody screenshotted it before you did it. Right, right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, people that can just basically work the shop without being in the shop working the shop. Uh, tournament anglers, great. All of our people fish tournaments. One of them doesn't fish tournaments a lot, but that person fishes tournaments when they can. Uh, but that's not a requirement. Yeah, there's a lot of guys out here that fish it, never fish a tournament that teach more people about fishing and sell more equipment because of teaching somebody and they don't even fish a tournament. So, uh, that. That's it's, it's not a requirement to go out there and fish a tournament, be on a team. Uh, I learned that long ago with one of the teams I was affiliated with, with one of the yak brands that I first got in when I first got a position on a yak team and Half the team was not tournament guys. I was like, who is this? I don't even know who this is. And they, oh, he fly fishes out of his kayak, and this one saltwater fishes all the time. Yeah, they don't fish tournaments. Yeah, you just, I think you have to move, and whatever your niche is, whatever you do, you have to move the needle as much as you can, and you're a little part of what you do. Or if, if it's your area where you are, Whatever it is, you move the needle a little in your area that you're going to help influence people, and that's that, that's a lot of it. And you're influencing people in a positive way. Yep. Steve, well, why is Steve here? Steve, I know how Steve does it. I'm going to get the top 15 best anglers in the country, and I'm going to put you on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that's true, and, and there's a reason behind that. Um, it's uh, you know. When we started, you know, this, uh, you know, dugout and, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, you know, like trying to overhype anything, but, but Jamie and them, you know, they've been in the, the tackle business since the fifties, uh, you know, and he bought it from family, if I'm not mistaken. And just, so they've always been, you know, the, the high end tackle store. And with that, you know, there's a lot of connections. And when we started it, I was like, you know, you know, we've all, got you know really good pro staffs all around the area but you know what about when we finally get there i mean it may be 10 years from now maybe three years from now but you know we'd like to assemble a team that we can take our connections throughout the industry and and help them already have relationships so that when it's time for them to get paid from let's just say shimano or abu then you know they've already got the foundation laid instead of having to go knock on a door and figure that out. And, you know, with, with Jamie's experience in the, in the boat world and the fishing community, you know, he's got tons of information like that. And, and he's such a giver, you know, he was like, yeah, we, we need that because all that does is grow the entire sport from, from, you know, I hate the word trickle down, but I mean, you know, kind of sort of that. Uh, so, you know, with like Barry said, you know, you, you want it at every tier, every level. And we have guys on our team and that, you know, are, you know, you know, seasoned and, and successful tournament anglers. And we've got people that are, you know, grassroots tournament anglers. And then, you know, from there, we've got people like, like Jim Ware and Jason Alford in Georgia. You know, everybody knows them, respects them. You know, they can, they can compete on any lake in the country. But I would venture to say those two people have probably helped get more people into kayak fishing 
that will never fish a tournament than anybody. They don't care. You know, they meet anybody anywhere on a river, bring their stuff and let them try it out. And um, so that's, you know, and as far as like, you know, Barry mentioned, we don't have, you know, a, a lot of standards, you know, I, I, I believe in order, but I, I don't like rules and people dictating how you are because, you know, you know, we ask you to come with us because of who you are. So, you know, as long as you're just not out, you know, pushing people to the edge of whatever, then, you know, we obviously have a, a, lot, a lot of looseness with that. I know y'all know. Um, but from there, you know, it's just for someone wanting to join is just, you know, keep working, you know, um, just, you know, uh, the products you like that we sell, you know, throw a post up about them. And like you said, it's promotional staff. So, you know, throw those things up and, and tag the shop in your area that you want to be a part of in and, you know, say, Hey guys, come on in. And, and, and just like us, when we first started me and Ryan with hook one and everything, and even before that is, you know, I, I went to trade shows and, and I just stood in a booth, you know, I, I wasn't even asked. I just, I knew the product and, and I would just go stand in the booth and talk with the sales rep and start helping with customers. And, and, you know, I learned, how to to treat people in that manner and and that's what you have to do you know because you know you guys you see the people you know that that are working oh, and yeah. you want them naturally and that's so, a big yeah, thing I mean, that i feel like is being lost now is like my whole whole outlook on it was get noticed uh-huh. and then you don't have to just be noticed for your fishing because the way when you know, just take a step forward. When Craig Dye called me about joining Hook One, mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, it's an honor." I am not a big time tournament angler, and he said, "I've got those. They don't do much for me as far as promoting does." And it's true. Some of the best anglers in our country sell themselves short on what they could be doing for themselves if they really are wanting to get to that next level and collect a paycheck without winning a tournament. You know, get paid right. to Jamie, get paid. Yeah, Jamie was kind of on the fence about a pro staff because he's had so much experience in the boat world he's like dude you know that people don't people don't give back what you give to them and he said right. I, I could just assume not do it you know so yeah and that's the same thing you know a lot of shops have that but as soon as you get some guys like you said that'll work like the, for, for us that's what i want guys that are committed they have a good social media presence they don't run their mouth all the time like like i love to run my mouth and you know talk shit with the best of them but there's guys i really wanted to put on our team that i will be friends with forever but i will not offer that spot to them because of how that would come back on us at some point i know it would you know be it political poking fun at guys you know fishing or even like i love kbn i love the drama that happens on kbn but i don't (laughs) include myself in the drama just because I'm affiliated with brands I actually like, and I don't yeah. want them to see that. <laughs> but uh, I get too pissed off. I can't. I can't engage. <laughs> see exactly because it's going to start small, and then I'm going to blow up, and then it's all going to like next yeah. Monday. Dan will have a new host because Brian will have fired me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just I post and run on KBN. It's like I jab, I jab every now and then, dude. When I post and run on KBN, I still sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Like it makes me feel better when I post and like Jeff or Ryan or somebody like comments or likes under the comment. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like <laughs> I survived another day. But I've officially been an asshole today. I got a thumbs up from the king asshole. That's what I tell you. I'm on my way up. 
<laughs> hey, speaking of today, well, I, I'm never mind. I'm not gonna say. No, oh, you can't do that. Wish. And then just well, back in, out our, of it. in our pilot fan host chat, we saw some. Uh, I think it was Brad. Brad saw somebody on the back of a trailer, and this was a KBN thing. But on the back of your trailer, Justin Rotten had said on KBN that somebody needs to put a wheel in the keel, like he put it on his bona fide. He bolted it on his bona fide, put a wheel in the keel, and everybody destroyed him on KBN. And then today, somebody saw somebody on the road, like had their kayak in the back of a trailer and had done that to another kayak. So now yeah. I will say, I found out that the new native Falcon, the Falcon, has, it, that's not what yeah. that way. And it looks redneck, but it's factory. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I saw one Saturday at the demo day, and it, I was like, I asked the guys, like, did you do that? Because I was about to just bring back that whole past. And then and he was that, like, "No, they come like this." And I was like, "Yeah, oh. yeah." That, I mean, that's like a that kayak's like five ninety nine or something, dude. That's not, and that thing is nice. Yeah, it it's paddles be, so good, uh, really good. Yeah, good. Marlin go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get one to pond hop. I'd like to get that tandem uh, to take my nephew, but hell, he's 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 ready for a pedal drive. So <laughs> yeah. it's coming in hot with the expensive boats. Go. No kidding. <laughs> But yeah, no, like, you know, back to the team stuff, like we've, we've all hit it. Like, that's why I'm glad we had all these guys on here is these are very well done teams and they're kind of all different. Like I didn't require, you don't have to fish tournaments. I just need you to either help get people on the water or, you know, pr- promote the shop. And mo- I think all but two of the people that I put on the team already were doing that. Like if you went back in there, social media and stuff. They either bought their boats there before, or they were already turning people towards a store because for, I mean, it's in Nashville, but it's still relatively unknown. So that was the big goal was, you know, the kayak industry's booming. The store is getting bigger. We need to let everybody know and, you know, knock on wood. Thank the good Lord. They've been, you know, just like everybody else. We can't keep boats in people are on back orders, but new customers every day. And, Happy faces every day, man. It's awesome. So, but besides what we just said, was there anything else you could say that makes a good team member more than what you've already said? Like now, now that I'm thinking, of, you know, I'm on a shop team. Like I, I kind of understand part of it, but is there any like what's a great example of somebody, maybe the best on your team that they go above and beyond that makes them the best? I can think of the person right now and I'm not going to throw his name out there, but they engage with me without me asking, what do you think of these pictures? I'm going this weekend. Can I get the login for the Instagram so I can go live? You know, um, when are we having a show? Can I come to a seminar? You know, so what that boils down to is basically what we all said, but the person putting that little bit extra into doing it, and they're not asking for anything. This particular person still hasn't bought, I think, a single thing from our shop. He already had a boat. He bought it. He bought a boat, you know, full price before, but has not asked, when do I get this? When do I get that? What are you doing for me? It was, hey, man, you do a really good job. I'd like you to be part of our team. Hell yeah, I'm in. And nothing but positive movement on his own, growing himself, people that see that 
you're here to help us, but this is also going to help you. And a great example of that was, like I said, beginning hook one was the first thing I got with hook one. I got on new canoe. I got noticed by Yak Gadget, you know, Dobbins Rods, the podcast, stuff like that. Like it started with a shop team and it trickles that way. And just like Steve saying with, with, with their, you know, tackle shop setup, those guys that are on that team, they are good anglers. And this is a hell of an opportunity for them to really get noticed by these companies in the industry, which will help them, but it's going to help continue to push kayak fishing into that next level. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, just a roundabout of what you just said, you know, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. You know, that's that's kind of the gist of it. You know, I know from, you know, just my personal experience, like Steve said, like I used to go and hang out at the shop on Sundays in the winter and just hang out for like three, four hours talking to customers, helping them when they got busy, things like that. Just, you know, hey. Hey, can I come down and help with a demo day? Um, you know, when uh, that first year um, when I got into kayak fishing, I was like, hey, can I come work all the trade shows you guys go to? You know, it was uh, the Chicago show, Rockford and and Madison, Wisconsin. And, you know, that took and They're like, heck far. yeah, free labor. Yeah, well, basically. And, you know, and that was the thing. I, I didn't want to get paid for it. They actually paid me for it. They're like, you know what? You know, we appreciate that. We'll pay you in store credit. How's that? And I was All like, right, cool. I got to call Chris Condor. Yeah, I was paid. like, cool, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm good with that, you know? But that that went a long way for me personally. And, and that's the same thing with our guys. Like, you know, like you said, Jimmy, like they'll call me, hey, we got anything coming up? Like, and granted, we all know like right now with COVID and depending on what state you're in and what county you're in, you're facing all these different restrictions and guidelines and everything else. And it's crazy. But, you know, as things are starting to pick back up, you know, like, you know, our guys were like, hey, we didn't do any fishing shows this year. Let's do a virtual one. Can we do a virtual one? And so that's what we did. We went through all the brands and products and stuff in an online show and we kind of scheduled it out and it went really well. And that was a lot to do with, you know, our guys stepping up uh, equally just saying, Hey, can I do this? Can I do that? And so on and so forth. So, you know, it's, it's what you, what you put in is what you'll get out of it. And it's the same thing, you know, uh, whether it be individually with a shop team, another brand or whatever it may be. You have anything to add on that bear? We've got a couple of go-getters that do kind of like what Jimmy was talking about that do the extra. Uh, it's a couple of our younger guys. They love the social media platform. They both fish a good bit. One of them's a student and the other one works for a family business. So when they get the chance to go, they go together a lot and film each other a lot and add that stuff to our things. And yeah, that, that works out good. And we, this year, the, uh, the Palmetto state trail, that I've had going for several years now, I've done a board. One of those guys is on the board. And he's went above and beyond just trying to help me with the board stuff because BASS and all their infinite wisdom of doing a late schedule stepped all over our schedule that we had set up in the state. So I've already missed three tournaments out of our stuff. I can't even run for angler of the year this year because I'm not even fishing up. So those guys have really stepped up, you know, done things like that. 
shop promotes us a lot, so that helps too. So uh, it's kind of tied together because of that. Uh, trade show-wise, we don't have a lot going on. Uh, it was mentioned the other day, Travis, our owner, asked if anybody was wanting to go to ICAST because he was going to try to go down to ICAST and do a few things and talk to some people. And I was supposed to be going with Bonafide, and I talked to my team captain the other day and told him I'm kind of out because of the Pickwick tournament and ICAST crisscross each other. Oh, And no. I need to go to Pickwick. <laughs> so <laughs> I was going – leave a day early from ICAST and drive 11 hours to Pickwick. And that was not going to be a fun thing to do. So, uh, I may just be giving strange. Dan 70 bucks. <laughs> do well, I can find somebody else. No, I mean, I don't know for sure yet. I'm just joking. Well, he, he already got a house with me for Pickwick with me and a couple other guys. But if you want to go to ICAST, I'll, I'll get somebody else. It's all right. Man. I'll it's figure this out. If anybody needs a room. Look at you going and bailing on Dan like that live on the air, dude. That ain't bailing. No, I was still going to pay. <laughs> that way Jeremy could actually sleep in a bed. I, I need to get somebody, a non-new canoe guy out of the house anyways. It's three new canoe guys and me. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm unlimited here. I'm wearing my unlimited shirt. There you go. See that? I was feeling unlimited, so I put it on. I don't but know. we don't get to do a lot of trade shows on that side of it. It's just, yeah, there's not that many for us to go to. We're not as... Blessed in the South Carolina area. I mean, Tennessee does a, a decent show. That's the closest one to us, I guess, that in North Carolina. Uh, and that's all we have to do, really, trade show-wise. Uh, and speaking of that, Brian, first time I met you, I think, was in Madison. Yeah, it was. It was. That's when you were driving Bonnie, man. Yeah. So, uh, trade shows bring a lot of stuff around that you get to see people that you never would have seen before and talked to. So. I thought Ooh, you said never yeah. want to see. He said never would have seen. <laughs> I was about to lose it. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's right. That's right. That was the first time uh, we actually met. That's the thing too, man. Like, you know, you you get these opportunities on these teams and, you know, some of the people you get to meet, uh, I mean, that that's just the greatest part to me, whether it be somebody in your local shop or, you know, a big trade show, like, you know, ICAST or something like that, man. It's, uh, I, I think that goes a lot further than most of the deals I got with the different brands, you know, it's just yeah. the people I get to meet and the relationships I get to make, you know, the last, uh, last ICAST, I was in a bonafide shirt walking around everywhere and I was in a new canoe thing talking to Stuart Venable yeah. and a couple of other guys that I know and spent time and me standing there in a bonafide shirt <clears throat> and to get back to our booth, I had to walk right past EJ and EJ pulls me into the Jackson booth. He said, I know you want a fat tire. So we sat there and drink a fat tire together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, you're all going around. Don't yeah. matter whose shirt you're wearing, you know, it's kind yeah. of like a nice car. Don't matter if you're driving Ford, Chevrolet, Toyota, whatever, you're all buddy, buddy when it comes time to do stuff and That's right. have time with each other. So. And a lot of, I mean, it's all friendly competition in the most part, man. You can't, no one company is going to, you know, be the one company everybody goes with. Like it just does, especially with kayaks, they don't fit everybody. Right. Certain companies fit certain people. So it, there's no reason for it to be hostile at all. Yeah. And like, we, we like, like, okay. So Steve's got his team in Georgia has a bunch of anglers from Tennessee. Our shops in Nashville. I don't care. Like right. there's no, I don't care. Like, I mean, he had them first. If I had them first and they wanted to go there, it's, I mean, it's not <laughs> a big deal. Like, yeah, 
if it's, if they wanted if his guys wanted to come hang out with us, nobody's gonna care. I'm not gonna be like, ooh, the dugout guys are at my store. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, right, right. They're all friends. Like <laughs> right, right. Steve's team, they make it easy on them because literally they win tournaments every weekend. Like yeah. well, see, that's I, the goal is you just yeah. get enough guys where your odds of being a winner are high. Well, look at who he's got. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like somebody said today, like uh, I, I think it was Dylan Lowry. Uh, he's on his own dugout team, but he was like, "Oh, we need to have a team, you know, like a competition." And it's like nobody wants to go against y'all, buddy. You win it <laughs> exactly. Hey, it I would be. It's like David and Goliath. I got a bunch of Davids, and they got that slingshot swinging. We ready to go rocks. Come on. <laughs> That's kind of how we feel. Like I, where Steve got the ones everybody knows, I got all the local hammers that like <laughs> they do fish national, but they weren't all about that. And when I said this is a little bit low key, you know, small shop, we're just going to be, you know, chill a little bit of social media. They're like, oh no, I'm in on that. So, so it's like he's got well, there's the. A- there's a there's a phase two for this, <laughs> but, no, but I and you know I know we all cut up and carry on like dealing or whatever. But I I I really don't like the because you know me I, I don't I, I don't like confrontation. I like for everybody to get along, you know, and I uh, I like the good natured fun and everything, and, and that's where KBN. A lot of people have to remember that is just for show. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of bull crap that's said on there that I know people mean, but you got to look at it with the right perspective that it's just there for fodder. I mean, it's really, you know, whatever, but you know, it's, it's got pluses and minuses, but for me, the competition thing, like all of that, I mean, that kind of, kind of embarrasses me. Like I don't want, none of us think we're better than anybody, you know, it's just, uh, just how it, how it all shook out, you know, as we were building it and, and, you know, we, like I was saying, you know, we've got guys that, that aren't successful anglers that, you know, like what Barry mentioned, you know, you just, you want them to work, you know, like, um, when, uh, you know, we, we've got a plan for the, the tournament stuff we do. And, you know, I've got people that can assist me with that. Cause you guys know how big a pain in the ass all that stuff is as rewarding as it is, you know, it's still a lot of work, especially now where we're at in the kayak industry, we still have a lot of room for growth in grassroots, but I think, there's that tier in between that that KBF used to be. They're not now because they advanced. I really, really think they did a great thing going to the seven or eight or nine tournaments, that two-day format, you know. Um, and th- that right there, I think, will help them just grow tremendously. And, uh, and, and, you know, I was speaking with someone the other day about the bass stuff, and, and I asked him, you know, I was like, you know, we – you know, what do you think, you know, about the two day, you know, cause this year when, when we, John and I, which we, Barry, we did have a schedule put out and nailed down. And then when, when the classic got changed, it threw yeah. everything. And and the one thing that's difficult with bass and that was kind of frustrating, but just the way it is frustrating, not like negative is that, you know, they won't put an event the same weekend as another BASS event, you know, and I'm like, guys, you know, we're, we're eating calendar up that way. Nobody cares if the elites are fishing, you know, uh, Sam Rayburn and we have a kayak tournament on Lanier, you know, nobody cares. It's okay. There's enough to go around. And he was like, well, no, it's just, and that's what TV's for. (laughs) Yeah. So, so anyway, in doing that, you know, I mentioned the two day thing, you know, and it's, 
you know, because this year we agreed to do one, still do the one day event because, you know, there's see, there's a population that, that don't like two days. They don't have the time off for two days. And I feel like a one day event can cater more to your local people within that state to help grow, you know, the, the next level. But, you know, and, and I don't, I, I know that we're losing a lot of attendance. I don't want to say a lot. I think we're losing attendance, but in my opinion, the next evolution of that series would be two day events because of who it is. It's fast. You know, yeah. uh, you deserve a win if it's a one day event, but well, Barry, Barry's won two day events. I know, you know, I don't know about anybody else on here, but you know, two day events are, are hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, three and four is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so I, I really hope that it does get the two day thing. You know, I know there's people that like myself, I, I don't have any travel time this year or next year. And it killed me because, you know, I wanted to get back to the TOC again. I messed myself up in one tournament last year that cost me my shot at going two years in a row. Um, and I wanted to, since I did, you know, I don't have the time to give bass what it deserves. You know, I wanted to qualify this year and I just, it's just not in the cards and that's okay. You know, because the, the stuff that's taking my time is fun. So, uh, but you know, in, in a year, in another year or so, you know, I want to get back and I will get back on the, on the tournament scene and, 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 I hope they are two day events, you know, but, but like I said, I know there are people that can't do it, but I think for the sanctity of the trail, like what Chad did, you know, he could still have 20 events and average X, Y, and Z, but by shrinking it like they did and making it heavy hitter lakes and stuff like that, it changed the dynamic of that trail series again, you know, and, and I think that's what bass can do here and, 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 you know, continue to elevate us all where we need to be. That's right. And, and it's still all in flux. And every year you have change, you have to, you know, whether it's COVID, whether it's, it's it, it adjusts based on the other trails and grass. And it's still in its infancy. Like, yeah. Yeah. We lose sight of that, don't we? we? We're like, man, cause we're all so busy in this every day. You know, we forget, you know, it's, we hadn't even scratched the surface, you know, to be honest with you. No, we've made, learning we've when, made I, when I started big dents, but it's yeah, still we have. Really when I started working for dugout and, and, and reaching out to these vendors and companies and, and getting to know these, these guys and, and women in these positions that, that they know everything in the fishing world and they had no clue what we're doing, no yeah. clue. And, you know, and, and so like, we've got a really good relationship with Seaguar. They are ridiculously supportive of kayak fishing. And, and still, you know, they were like, well, you know, we, we know Jamie and we've talked to him about the kayak stuff, but, but what all is it about? And, and I, you know, spend an hour explaining it to him, you know, I'll send them links to all the trail series and, and some grassroots clubs and, and break it down like that. And, um, that's what I enjoy. I really enjoy that. And well, and that, uh, that goes full circle. Now. That goes full circle with what we're talking about. Like they don't know about us. And then when you have good team members, that's how they find out yeah. some, Somebody somewhere knows somebody with Shimano and all that trickles down through like Instagram or Facebook and they will see it. And that's why you won't, I mean, you won't shop support, you know, obviously, but all of us want to see this sport go as far as it can. And it all starts at the very bottom, you know, yeah. with, with the people in the kayaks. So before we let y'all go, I have one thing I wanted to, to hit on. So we know what makes a good team member. We know what we're we're looking for. What if you 
give your advice on what not to do when trying to get on a team. Because I've had some some stuff come up, like come to me, that is the absolute wrong way to do it. Continuously hammer myself or the store owner about you want to be on the team. <laughs> Amen. There's one. What about you, Brian? I know you got. Yeah. I mean, uh, just be honest and don't lie about crap. You know, like nobody cares. Like, you know, um, just, just be upfront and honest. And, um, you know, like Barry said, don't, don't be a pain in the side. Be, a, be helpful be a helpful source to the store. I mean, that, like I said, that goes such a long way. You know what be, I mean? Be um, modest. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't just come in and run your mouth. Well, I won this tournament and I fished this and I spend 250 days on the water a year. And, and I'm sponsored by these people. Yeah. Nobody cares, dude. It's, you know, um, I love when you spit me out your sponsors and all your sponsors are like, you paid for that. You paid for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the team because I get 30 percent off. You know. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I gotta yeah. buy X amount of stuff a year too. So. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you, if you message them right now, they don't know who you are. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. That's hard for me to answer because I'm I'm new at this and there's still a lot I don't know. But I, I I've only had one person approach and this was recently. He he it called me. me yeah yeah he called me and was like hey man i just went by the dugout i go in there and spend a ton of money you know i'm i'm pretty big on the redfish scene i just moved up here to georgia you know i've got a a youtube channel and uh i run a charity event a pretty big kayak tournament and everything and i was like okay man well just uh i was on the road traveling my wife i said uh do me a favor and shoot me an email and uh you know send me your facebook and your youtube and your charity event so he emails me and says, Hey, this is, you know, John Doe. I spoke with you on the phone and, um, you can just Google me on Facebook and my YouTube channel is my same name. And the charity event I ran was ABC toys, no links, no nothing. The man literally told me I could type in his name and find him. You know, if you, I was like, <laughs> if you message me and say, Google me, I will literally just delete that email. <laughs> so so i did and, and so he calls and he's excited man did you get my stuff did you get my stuff i said i sure did man i said i, I want to tell you the truth i said i'll just be honest with you you know when you reach no. out to someone i was like you, you got to clean it up a little bit i said when you send someone you need to have your links for those people and, and yada 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 you know and, and so on and, and i said so and i said your social media you told me to look it up and i did and i was like you've got pictures of you painting your living room and, and a picture of a, a fishing net in your garage. And I said, that's the only thing you've posted in the last six months. And you have you know, seven like, followers. Yeah. And I was oh, like, geez. so I said that, that kind of stuff. I said, so, so what, so come to find out, this is just a guy that, that had really no idea. And he's like, you know, I want to be on the Hobie team. I'm going to travel and fish worlds. And, and so he just had no clue really. So I was like, well, here's what you do. You know, every product that you like, put it on a piece of paper. And when you go out and go fishing, take it, take a shot of the rod and reel. Don't even have to be a fish. Just, you know, hey, went out and did such and such at, you know, BFE Creek today. And I threw this and this and just, just a little quick three or four sentences and, and, and hashtag that product and, and at the shop you're talking about. And, 
and just go from there. And, and so he said he was going to start doing that. And I looked and he, he has done a few, but you know, that's something that, that you said that gets overlooked. Like with guys is you don't have to send me grip and grins. Like yeah. we all catch that's fish. It. I mean, yeah. if you catch a, you know, a 53 pounder or something, sure. You know, when you catch a good fish, yeah, we want to see it, but highlight other things, the scenery, nature, the, you yep. know, your rod company, the seat cushion, you know, we all, I bet you, I'm not, I can't say this confidently. I know, I think three of us right here have the kayak cushions and we've all taken pictures of kayak cushions for Brandon. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting on two right. I've got Is one behind my back, one under me right now. So yeah. See, boom. Yep. Yeah. Promotional yep. marketing yep. right there. You're welcome. Yep. Hey, and here's, here's a plug for that dude. You know, he just lives up the road here and, and I messaged him cause I was coming out here to fish tonight. And he said, I can't make it tonight. I've got some orders I got to fill. I mean, that dude does it on his own. He and his wife, Blake, you know, I know y'all know him. You know, he, he does it on his own. You know, he, you know, like, like I was proud of my son and his hardwood flooring. You know, Brandon bet on himself and, and he hustles and, and gets those things out there. So, speaking of, I still use, he got a good brush. Whenever I bought my cushion, he sent me like a, one of those scrubbers. I'm still yeah. using that in my sink. That thing has been in there for six months. He, that, those things are legit, man. Well, mine's going to be trying to get scum off of the wrap. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Those awesome. things are great, man. I don't, I don't even know if he sells them, though, but they're awesome. But, uh, yeah, I, I would just say from my side of it, like, you know, I don't run a shop team. I don't want to run a shop team. God bless y'all. Sure you do. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey I'm, I love you. I appreciate y'all, and I'm sorry, but I'm getting lightning here, so I'm going to no, get my motor crunk up and get out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good to talk yeah, to y'all. Call, call me if you need something. Thank y'all. Yes, sir. Right, hey, the way he ended that call is how you should be if you want to be on a team. You get in, you get out, you get stuff done, and then you say, if you need me, call me. And Steve's the kind of person, if I called that man tomorrow and my world was falling apart, I guarantee you I could count on him. That's what you want in your store on your team. That's what we want for anybody that listens to this that wants to be on a team. You need to make yourself known to them the same way we've said, work. It does suck because you're not getting paid. But for most of us, you like like Brian said, trade shows are so freaking fun. You don't have to pay me for that. Like yeah. it would be greatly appreciated if you can help with like me staying, if it's a long trip, which most of the shops are going to do that. If it's, you know, if you're having to really travel, but it's, it's so worth it, man. It's, you it's, know, it, the, the it's, whole thing, it's just, whether it's a shop or any kind of sponsor, it's all about relationships. If you don't have a relationship with that shop, with that tack, with that rod manufacturer, whatever it is that you're into, it's going to be weird if you get on the team uh, later. It's going to feel hollow and weird and like you are you a part of it. I've done this myself. You know, it's get to know the people, get to know the manager, get to know the shop. You know, like it's all about relationships. Whenever it comes down to it, it's all about people. So networking right. is key. Networking is key. All right. Amen. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all guys. Sorry we kept you this long, but uh, we appreciate y'all being on and and good luck this year and keep the keep the shop teams running. God Thanks, bless gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Good night, guys. Night. Thanks, Bear. All right. There we My go. Mouth. There we go. My mouse Steve, dad. Uh, I, I, I know Steve. I don't know if he'll listen to us later. Where's the fish, Steve? 
Oh, oh, he came back for a second. I wish Steve would have caught a fish, but no, I seriously like I knew he was fishing. And when his thing popped up and it was dark, I was like, man, he's about to show us a donkey. Because this man always on some good fish. Oh, yeah, so he's going to hold up a big old chick donkey and then just gone. And I'm going to be so happy and mad. <laughs> like, damn, why am I not fishing right now? Yeah. Steve does a lot of stuff, but I mean, he's he's a hammer in his own right. He catches. Well, that guy. Yeah. well uh, that'll wrap up that part of the show. Uh, got a few tournaments to go over. We didn't have our little cap that we set is uh, usually, you know, 30, 30 anglers competing in a tournament is usually what we cover. Well, it was Memorial Day weekend, and I found one tournament that had over 30, and then so I picked a few honorable mentions in the 25 range. Let me see which one was this 30. I was going to pull it up. So this, here we go. It was in Nebraska, and it was uh, the hook and paddle on Nashwack River. They had 36 anglers. Uh, Rene Peltier, I think that's how you say that, with 90 and a half, took that one. That's a killer bag. Uh, second place, Travis Melanson with 85 and a quarter. Third place, Robert Wright with 78 and a half. So that was our only uh, tournament to go the distance as far as participation. Um, let's see. I've, I'm having, I, you know, I'll say this. We're talking about shop teams and we have tournament directors on here all the time. When you guys are on Tourney X, do yourselves a favor. Do us a favor. Do everybody a favor. Make sure that we can read uh what club you are, man. We like to shout y'all out. And I, it's been a lot lately. And I know it's because the sport's growing. Um, there's a lot of tournaments that just don't say who's hosting it. Those, yeah. those people just know. And I'm, I'm not hating on them, man. We just want to shout y'all out, give y'all the credit y'all deserve. But uh, so here's one uh, first state kayak anglers. They were, I'm trying to, in Laurel. It was the high stakes mayhem. There was 25 anglers. Jacob Poling had 87 inches for the win. Nick Kirk, second place, was 84 and a half. Andy Acosta, third place, 81 and three quarters. Uh, next up, we had, uh, again, doesn't say who this one is, but uh, they were on Onondaga Lake uh, up in Syracuse. Uh, Bradley Van Horn with 89 inches for the win. Second place, Peter Van Deen with 87 and three quarters. Third place with Joshua Smith, 87 and a half. There's so many Josh Smiths. I don't think that's our, our friend, Josh. Was it Slay Nation? Yeah. It probably was. Oh, it is. Yeah, it was Slay Nation. I see. It's the very bottom. That yeah, was Slay Nation. Hey, Frank, we shouted out because a uh, lot of Slay Nation tournaments. There's a lot of them, but they usually don't hit 30. And this one didn't either. But hey, Frank, if you're listening. We got you. Slay Nation got called out. <laughs> All right. And then the last one I pulled up, this one this one hit hit home because it was one of our anglers. And oh Lord, and I have clicked the wrong button. Here we go. This was oh no. It's gone. Here we go. The KPR Memorial Weekend. Uh it was up in uh Gardner, Illinois. Uh, I think it was all public waters. But our very own, the Queen Susie, is managed Banner to Marsh, actually come from, what'd you say? Banner Marsh. Banner Marsh. Okay. It just said public waters on the listing. So, uh, But our, the Queen Susie, uh, she was keeping us in the loop on that, and she was actually right, trailing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I love you. 
But uh, she was actually trailing right there towards the end. She was very, very close, and she ended up catching a 20 and a quarter to jump right over and seal the win with a 95 and a half. Uh, second place, another Josh Smith with 93 and a half, and I clicked on this guy just to see if it was uh, Dark Waters Josh Smith, and it actually says on his profile, no, I do not host the Dark Waters podcast. <laughs> But uh, second place for him with 93 and a half and third place with uh, Raul Araya with 91 and a quarter. So, uh, yeah, that's what we had for the for the weekend. No, uh, no big, crazy tournaments. I think there's a bass event coming up. I don't I need to get my get a schedule stuck up here with everything going on so I can there's, keep up with it. There's going to be bass coming up. Yeah, it's a, this weekend is Hobie on uh was it Sam Rayburn? And then next week, yeah. yeah, and then next week is the Bass Championship thing on Possum Kingdom. PK, as they call it, PK. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way, but <laughs> PK it sounds awesome. Um, Possum Kingdom, yeah. too good. Yeah, that's something the place I've never heard of, but it oh. must be something good because a lot of folks when they changed it to it got all excited so i need to do my research i think it was just better than the other one they had that, that's the one thing i got from everybody talking about when they announced the first location was everybody was like it's just the dead sea why are we going there i know possum kingdom because it was like the best toadies album <laughs> shout out shout out to the toadies i'm going to i'm going to share that video that uh Susie posted up on the on the group chat of that big fish because she caught a big fish of the tournament too. I think it was uh, twenty and a quarter. Twenty and a quarter. You might want to mute the volume on that. No, no, raw. Is it playing? It's a twenty and a quarter, baby. There we go. <laughs> That's it enough. actually worked out perfect. You missed yeah. the extremely vulgar <laughs> beginning. When oh, she sent that, I was sitting in the room with my daughter, had my phone all the way up, and it opened <laughs> up, and I was like, oops. <laughs> Sorry, she caught a big one. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, Congrats, see. Susie. We love you. Susie's a hammer. Heck yeah. All right. All right well, we appreciate y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. Our li- reel down live, not so live. Uh, Back to recorded, and I love it. Yeah, it's nice. All right, we'll see y'all again next week. Y'all be good. Wear your PFDs and and be good to each other. It's just always nice. Or not. I'm just kidding. Good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.